In the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, the Bible states that place. so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Awesome I pray that you are Come blessed by what you are about to hear or listen to. He can move this is a Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries presentation. Stay blessed. Hide me from the rain. My God is awesome. Amen. The theme for this fire camp is simple. Assessing grace for God's purpose. That's the theme. And then yes, assessing grace for God's purpose. This afternoon, Reverend taught us something on fire. Let me push it some more. Hallelujah. A man or a woman is on fire for God doesn't need any external motivation. If you are on fire for God, you don't need any external what motivation. Okay, they have to they have to motivate you. Oh, oh, it's time go and pray. Go and read. No, no, no. If you are on fire for God, you don't need any external motivation. Amen. When you are on fire for God, you don't give up. A man or a woman who is on fire for God doesn't give up. Does not accept defeat. Yeah. If you are on fire for God, defeat is not in your dictionary. You can't find it there. A man or a woman who is on fire for God never gets tired. No matter what happens, they will make time and pray. They will make time and study the Bible. They will make for church service. Yeah, you don't give an excuse. If you are on fire for God, there is nothing like an excuse in your dictionary. But if you are not on fire for God, every time you find an excuse for God. Amen. We make time for God. You have to make time. Say, I don't have time. You have to make time. Don't find it. Make it. Hallelujah. Yeah. A man or a woman who is on fire for God, they are fearless. Telling you, they don't fear anything. They are ready to take risks. Yeah. Those who are not on fire for God, they, they, they don't want to take any risks when it comes to God's kingdom. They don't want to take any risks. Yeah. Amen. Some of you, eh, the reason why you, you lack boldness is because you lack intimacy with God. Boldness comes as a result of intimacy with God or intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 34. Acts chapter 4, verse number 29. The time came that they were, they were threatening the disciples of God. They pray unto God that God should grant them boldness. So how did they receive boldness? By fellowship. Amen. Let's read Acts 4, 29. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. And now, Lord, behold thy threatenings and grant unto thy servant that with all boldness, they may speak thy word. Amen. Amen. So, a time came in, they lack boldness. We are not bold. So, if a man or a woman is unfair for God, then they are always bold. But for the righteous shall be bold as what? As a lion. As a lion. 
You read that scripture, but you don't understand. Amen. Amen. Now, the theme is simple. Assessing grace for God's purpose. Now, first of all, the word assess, what does it mean? The only way you can have access is when you become born again. When you are born of the water and of the spirit, you are going to study something. Your faith in God gives you unlimited access to grace. Your faith in God gives you unlimited access to grace. Because the only way you and I will have access is, is through Christ Jesus. Let's read Romans chapter 5 verse 1 to 2. Therefore, we are being just- justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith. So, we have access by, by faith. faith. So, if you have faith in God, you have unlimited access to grace. Yeah. So, if you don't have faith in God, you don't have unlimited access to grace. Mm. So, you having faith in the Son of God give you access to grace. Please, Reverend, let continue. Yes, please. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. So, the grace, the access before grace. Mm. So, if you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, now you have access. Now you can now enjoy the grace. So, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, forget about what we call access and grace. Because access and grace is found in Christ Jesus. All the two, you are found in Him. Amen. Amen. So, this evening, I'll be talking about discovering your divine mandate, discovering and fulfilling your divine mandate. Discovering and fulfilling your divine mandate. Because the theme is accessing grace for God's purpose. So there's a grace that you assess so that you can fulfill God's purpose for your life. And that grace is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Many of us here, we don't even know the purpose of God concerning our life, concerning our career, concerning our marriage. You don't know. You don't know what the will of God is today. This evening, I'm coming to explain a lot of things. Amen. Amen. So the theme is simple. Discovering and fulfilling your divine mandate. There's a mandate that God has given to each and every one here. There's a mandate. Amen. Now, as I said earlier on, your, your, your faith in God will give you unlimited access to grace. You need the grace of God to know your purpose. Hallelujah. Now, if you read Ephesians chapter 3 verse 11 to 12, I said that according to our eternal purpose, which is purpose in Christ Jesus, that means there's an eternal purpose concerning your life. That purpose is in Christ Jesus. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you have access to that purpose. Let's read. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 11. According to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access. So, now, again, we have 
boldness and access to what? Continue. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of him. So, you accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and best give you access. As, as you continue to fellowship with him, you begin to enjoy boldness. Hallelujah. So, most of us here, let me tell you, all the things that uh, Bishop Boche, Reverend Della, Reverend Andrew, uh, uh, Prophet Kid, uh, Prophet Robin, and who again? Uh, Reverend Roland. All the things that they said, sum up to what I'm about to say this evening. Amen. It is very serious. You see, there is a theology I see going on that the dimensions and the realms and the portents of God, you don't need to pay a price. It's a deception. If Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came to this earth, fasted and prayed, he is the Son of God. He paid that price. And you are telling me there is no price to pay in the name of grace. Paul not the grace by an fasting or bumpire or sow seed. So I don't know for you. Maybe your Bible is different from the Bible I'm reading. Amen. Be careful of the things you're listening to. Be very careful. Be ve- Let me tell you. There are things are there. When we say some people don't like the reason why we say those things. But it's the truth. Let me tell you. I can say, I can boast in the law that 99% of us sitting here, we don't even know the will of God for your life. You don't know it. I can challenge you. Because I've been praying and asking God, Father, what should I tell you? Say, the mysteries I gave you concerning destiny and purpose, come and teach my people. It's a book I've written. So, this after when I was praying, the Lord told me, obey what I have said to you. Yeah. It's a book I've written. I took some parts from the book. Some part. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Amen. I like the team of the fire camp. It's very important. Let me tell you. If, if, if. Let me tell you. If you live here, Maybe Saturday morning, if you live here, I can assure you by the grace of God that now you can focus. No man, no woman can lie to you again. Uh, enough of the deception. Enough. Your bread. Let me tell you, I see people when, when, when you are telling them that it is not the will of God to, to marry this, they begin to give you, it's not the will of God for you to travel to this place. They get angry. I will explain a lot of things. I will explain a lot of things. I pray that the time will be enough. Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. The Lord said something to me in the year 2012. The Lord said something to me. The year 2012. The Lord said to me. Your assignment will make someone succeed. Listen to this. Jesus Christ appeared to me. In the year 2012, I was in Bishop Herman. Jesus Christ appeared to me and said, listen, your assignment will make someone succeed. Joseph's assignment saved the people of Israel from famine. 
Do you, do you get what I'm saying? The assignment of David helps Saul and the people of Israel. Do you get what I'm saying? So, apostles' assignment today has made a lot of you to succeed in life, which you cannot deny. Oh, you can't deny this. If I see people making noise, I, I just laugh. I don't like sharing my encounters, but this afternoon the Lord said to me, You are permitted to share some. I don't, I don't share my encounters. Amen. So, the things that I'm going to tell you is straight from the revelation I had with Jesus Christ. And I've written it down in the book. Yeah. I've written a book, The Imitability of Destiny and Purpose. I have seen a lot of preachers, I've heard a lot of men of God saying that God changes destiny. God does not. And God will not. I'll try my impossible best to push it. We'll be reading a lot of scriptures. So, Reverend Ella, Reverend Roland, Prophet Keith, Reverend Do, get ready. So, that, huh? so when, I, when I mention this one, open, this one, open. So that, uh, amen. Let me, let me do it systematically so that uh, let me build it. Okay. Now, the second thing that Jesus Christ said to me, I'll talk about why all this thing happened. The second thing that Jesus Christ said to me, so, so there's a thin line between being successful in life and being successful in purpose. Listen to what? So there's a thin line between being successful in life and being successful in purpose. Then he said to me, there are many people living on this earth, they are successful in life, but they are not successful in purpose. And Jesus Christ said, it is my will that each and every one eh, will fulfill his purpose on the earth. Jesus Christ said to me, it is his will that each and every one here on this earth will fulfill their purpose before returning. Hallelujah. What is purpose? Purpose simply means the original intent of the existence of something. The original intent of the existence of something. That is purpose. Why that thing is existing is purpose. So you have to know why you are existing on this earth. You were not saved to go to heaven. No. You were saved to fulfill your assignment or purpose on this earth. It was about you being saved and go to heaven. God will save the entire world. No, no, no. No, no, no. So, there are most of us, there are most people living on this earth, eh? they are successful in life, but they are not successful in purpose. Amen. So, most of us living on this earth, we are only successful in life, but not in purpose. And, the Holy Spirit said unto me that 
Prosperous divine success as having cash, having a good job, having a good marriage, having a good education, having a good career. That is not the definition of success. Because success is measured on purpose. How successful you are in purpose determines that you are successful in life. So, but we have turned it the opposite. You being successful in life means you are successful in purpose. Wrong. Amen. So, most of us, you are successful, but you are not successful in purpose. Because you can only be successful in purpose. In my book, I, I, I said that true success is not about having cars, not having a good education, having a good, no, no, no. Cars, home, name, all those things. Man. No. But true success can only be recognized when you discover and accept your purpose. Then you are, you are truly successful. When you discover and accept your purpose on the earth. So some people, are, they, they have discovered their purpose, but they have not accepted it. So they are not successful. Yeah. You have discovered what God wants, but you have not accepted that this is the will of God for my life. You have not accepted it. Amen. And again, I said that uh, true success is when you discover, you follow and finish your assignment. After you have discovered your assignment or purpose on the earth, you need to follow that purpose and make sure that you will finish it. God is a God of purpose. And everything that God has created on this earth, God created it for a purpose. They are not just there. You are not a mistake. You are not here by accident, no. God had a purpose. Why you are in Ashesi? Why you are in uh, KCF? There's a purpose. Hallelujah. There's what? There is a purpose. There is what? Most of us, we are living on this earth, but we don't even know our assignment. You don't even know your assignment in the first place. You don't even know why you are existing. You don't even know why you are attending the school. You, are, you don't know. It's just it's by chance. Most of us have left our life to chance. Yeah. So whatever happens, I'll take it like that. No. You can't say that. You can't do it. Yeah. If you don't live according to your purpose, do you know what you are doing? You are wasting time and you are wasting divine resources. Yeah. If you are not living according to the purpose of God, you are wasting time and you are wasting resources. But that is not, I've seen many people who are supposed to be lawyers. Now they are bankers. Yeah. I'm telling you. If you read the entire book I've written, you learn a lot of things. Yeah. Said a lot of things. Parents, their portion is there in the book. Yeah. Said a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Most of us, if we are confused, we don't even know our left from our right. Amen. Oh, please have your seat. It is the manufacturer or the creator that determines the purpose of a thing. If you want to know the purpose of a thing, don't ask the thing. If I want to know the purpose of this keyboard, I can't ask the keyboard what is your purpose. 
If I want to know the purpose of this pulpit, I can't ask the pulpit. Hallelujah. It's yours. Dr. Masporo, in blessed memory, says something. When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. So if you don't even understand the purpose of prayer, you will abuse it. Yeah. If you don't even understand the purpose of marriage, you will abuse marriage. That is the problem of the church of God today. Amen. Most of us are just living. Some of us, eh, we are trying to run away from our purpose. You see, you running away from your purpose doesn't change your purpose. Your purpose will still be waiting for you. You get what I'm saying? Your purpose will still be waiting for you. When you are tired, you come back. Yeah. yeah. Some of us say, we thought we were running away from our purpose, but we met our purpose. When we were running away, we met it. Amen. It's yours. Run away. So it's you. Run away. And then, let me tell you. You cannot fulfill God's entire plan for your life at once. No. If you want to fulfill God's entire plan for your life, it's a progressive journey of obedience and faithfulness to do what God wants you to do. So, God's plan for your life, God's purpose for your life, is a journey, a progressive journey. It's not one day, gradual process of obedience and faithfulness to do what God wants you to do. Hallelujah. You can change your plan, but you can't change your purpose. You can change your plan, but you can't change your purpose. It's yours. Amen. Now, provision goes with assignment. Provision goes with purpose. God will only provide for his purpose, not our plan. God will only provide for his purpose, not our plan. If you read Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21, see, many are the plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, only the counsel of God shall stand. So, you have plans how you want to live your life, but God also has programmed you how to you want to do it. So, there's battle. There's what? So, any time you are pursuing God's purpose for your life, you will never lack provision. Any true man or woman pursuing God's purpose for his or her life will never lack divine resources. Amen. Some of us, we have left our life to chance. Oh, school will cry. Okay, let me go to Lagos. They have good courses in Lagos. Let me go to tech. They have good courses in tech. Let me tell you. Left your life to chance. Amen. But this morning, God will align you to his purpose. Amen. I've been praying to God that you will not make a mistake. Telling you. Amen. In the year 2012, I'm still teaching you. I'll bring a lot of scriptures right now. In the year 2012, 9th April was my birthday. And I was praying to God. God, I want a package from you. I was not praying for a car. 
People were, were praying that they will, they will pass the Awasi and go to better universities. Yeah, half people were praying. I said, Father, I need a heavenly package concerning my life. That afternoon, I had a vision. Jesus Christ appeared to me. And Jesus Christ gave me a book. He said, all that you are supposed to do on this earth is in this book. And Jesus Christ left. Give me a book. I'll, I'll, I'll bring a lot of scriptures. So, when I received the book from Jesus, I didn't ask Jesus Christ, what should I do with the book? Because he said, the book contains everything that you are supposed to do on this earth. How should I use this book? I didn't ask. Then Jesus Christ disappeared. I'll tell you how my battle began. Amen. I'll, I'll give you scriptures very last. Menka de Menka de So, completed school 2013. Completed school. And by the grace of God, I passed. When I was in school, my, my teachers thought that me, I'll do geography. So I was very good in geography and economics. Very good. So, they thought that I was going to pursue it. They be said, who geography? They be said, for your cons. I'm okay. I'm okay. Then I told myself, me, you never send me a pilot. So, when I completed school in 2010, my mother used to go for prayers. So, one day my mother was going for prayers and I followed my mother. When we went for the prayers, I was sitting in front. Then the, the prophet of God said, Why are you saying that? Yeah. Me, what you are doing, me, I've done serious things than what you are doing. Yeah, telling you. So, the prophet of God started saying, Oh, when you are a machine, you are saying, We are rough here. See, you are, what's the word being pissed? You are not going to die. You are not going to die. And I'm saying, Yes, my pilot, say, Sir. So, the prophet of God said, Hey, you want to be a pilot? Okay. Then the man of God was speaking, You are going to be a prophet. I was telling my mother, yes, you are still. When I was about to turn, the prophet said, You, you like reading your Bible. Every day you are reading your Bible. Do you know the reason? I, I just love it. Then the man of God said to me, Go, start again, read the whole Bible. I said, Ah, Bible, my kind, sir, I'm reading the Bible. I'm done read again. Then my mother said, I should keep quiet. So I kept quiet. So, when we close, the prophet of God said, when you were standing there, I could see a lot of angels around you and your eyes were on fire. You can see. I was telling me, I don't see anything. He was telling me, why are you doing that? When I was prophesying to people, I, before I was saved, because you have already seen that. So, me, I just see it and they just flash. So, then he said to me, you will never become a pilot. So, when the prophet said, I got angry. And I said, who are you to tell me I'll never become a pilot? And I told him that you are praying to God, I'm praying to God. You read your Bible, I read my Bible. So I left. Went home. I went to 2013. I used to pray 10 hours, 15 hours. I can pray 24 hours. One day, I went to pray in the bush. Just praying. And my mother called me. Come, 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 come. There's a man of God from South Africa. Man of God, read. 
to our house. He doesn't know even our house. I live in Birmingham. Said, said God said you should come and tell me that I have plans to go and pursue becoming a pilot. I should forget it. I'll be a prophet. And I said, how? He said, the man said, I said, me Nemo, soon name me. But I've been able to locate your house, mention your full name and everything. So still said I applied to manage. My father was willing to then swift cut. I couldn't become a pilot. Try tech and economy. So I went to the mountains to pray. When I was praying, and the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to me again the second time. I gave you this book. Pray and do what is in your mind. That was my second day on in Cocoa Mountains. Mountain Olives. I was praying there. Third day, the Lord Jesus Christ appeared to me again and said, There is a school called Regional Maritime University. Go pursue partnership in administration. So when I descended from the mountain, I came back Saturday. And I came, my sister told me, you will go to regional maritime, you will do logistics. And I said, wait, I will do potential And my sister said, because if you do logistics in our school, level 300, you will go to Shanghai. You go and study there one year. Yeah, that's where Papa really went to Shanghai. So, when they were choosing, they chose logistics first and chose potential second. So I was quiet. I told them that God told me, me, I'll do potential. Left the issue. They were doing so. They did everything. Then I was praying. Praying one morning. My pastor's wife, as my spiritual father, the wife called me. She said, Go. Oh, I said, Go. 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 I Thursday, I was going for church prayers and I had a call from the school. He said, Friday morning, come for your animation. That is how my journey began. I'll give you scriptures. That's some of the things I'm saying. Now, fast forward. Jesus Christ appeared to me again and opened the first page of the book. The first page of the book. The first page of the book, I saw my school like the school that all the schools I have attended, right from Gretsch, GSS, SS, everything was in the front page of the book. They said, You see, now I'm about to open the second. Open the second page. I saw regional maritime. It was there. I'm telling you, it was there. Life. Then Jesus Christ said to me, These are things you are going to face in this school. Get ready. There are things that were listed. Hey, none escaped. I'm telling you, in the book I've written, I've written so many things. None of them escaped. I'm talking about purpose. None of them escaped. Things were happening. Things were happening. Now, when I got to level 400, me, this mind, I wanted to go and live in some country. I wanted to go to Shanghai Maritime School for that medication. The Lord spoke to me. Don't do that. So, I had a friend who is now even doing his PhD now. In Shanghai. He's doing his PhD. So, he said, Honor the other part of us. So, I was praying. I was praying. The Lord told me, Sit here. 
a lot of work I want to do with you. I want you to save a lot of lives, do a lot of things. So, I was willing to obey the voice of God. Prayed, 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 Charlie. Now, I was thinking of what my mother and family members are going to say. All these dollars they have paid, we pay in dollars, huge sums of money. All the short courses at BBR, so it will become an issue. And I gathered courage. When our national service posting came, me, I was not willing to do it. To be, to be. Me, I've never done intensive. I've never done. Yeah, never done. I don't be like me. Don't be like me. Amen. Now, God said a lot of things to me. Let me move to the Bible. Let me tell you something. Everything you are doing on this earth is programmed by God, not man. Some of us think that we can help God. But you can't help God. One day I was in school praying. Then I had a vision sticking to heaven. When I entered into heaven, I moved to a shelf. I saw plenty books there. I saw my name written on the book. I picked the book like this from the shelf. I opened it. When I opened the book, God spoke to me about this church, Zion Impact. I didn't know the church. I didn't know. Fast forward. I was praying again and an angel appeared to me. And the angel told me, I am Zion's help. Yeah, and you came to me. And how I met Reverend Della, Reverend Roland, everything, I can tell you, God is my witness. Everything was in the book. Everything that has happened in my life, let me tell you, everything is vivid. I'll tell you, the reason why we are telling you to pray fast, do this, you don't understand. Let me tell you, don't let anybody deceive you that prayer is not good. If in marriage, anybody deceive you that no, no, pray and know the will of God for your marriage, for your career. I've seen people make noise. I've seen a lot of people are making noise. It, hey, let me tell anybody who has truly encountered Jesus Christ here, it's very humble. You cannot encounter Jesus and your life will be. Remember that I was talking about encounter. Let me tell you, when you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit or Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, the first thing is what change, transformation, empowerment, and new practice. Your life will be transformed, and God will empower you to go and make impact. So, if you said you have had an encounter and your life has not been transformed, you have not been empowered, and you are not you are not even impacting lives, check that encounter. Check that encounter. Check it. Amen. Let me move to the scriptures very fast because time is going. Let me tell you. I'm going to talk about I'm talking about purpose. Yeah, talking about purpose. I know why. Let me tell you. There's something I want to tell you to desire. Desire the grace for, for fellowship. Everybody, let me tell you. There is a protocol. There's a protocol. If you want to enter, remain in the presence of God, there's a protocol. That protocol is called persistence and, and what? Consistency. 
the protocol of persistency and consistency. If you, you see, there is a grace that you need called the tarrying grace so that you can tarry long. Amen. Some of you, the devil know that eh, the devil is just waiting for you that one day you stop praying. Now one day you will get tired because you are not consistent and you are not persistent. You lack those things. But there's a protocol. Amen. Has that done no has done that, that head that everlasting God? Your Lord God, the creator of the ends of the world. Failant not or get, uh, get weary. There's no setting to his understanding. But said, he give power to the faint. And to them that have no mind, he increased their strength. But see, the young shall utterly what? Fall. Oh, yeah, utterly fall. But I see, the youth shall faint and be weary. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagle. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not be faint. So there's a staying power you need. If, if you don't have this staying power, let me tell you, you can't catapult to a higher dimension of God. There are possibilities and there are realms when it comes to God. But for you to enjoy those realms and possibility, you need the grace to tarry. If you can't tarry, my brother or sister, forget about revelations and encounter. Yeah. yeah. Reverend Dara says something. There are two ways to have an encounter. One is based on the sovereignty will of God. But one is based on your personal hunger for the things of God. Yeah. All my encounters came as a result of my hunger for God. Yeah. Amen. Some of us are in your dream. Two hours, three hours, you are tired. There's a staying power. When it comes upon you, you can tarry for days, for years. Because you want to know God's will for your life. Amen. Even Isaiah 62, verse 6. I see, O Jerusalem, have set watchmen upon your watch. They'll do what? Hey, you don't even know your Bible. You don't know. Hey. Isaiah 62, verse 6. Let's read. Hey. Isaiah chapter 62, verse 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. We shall never hold their peace day nor night. So, God has set watchmen. What's the work of a watchman? To see what is the enemy want to do? The thieves. The thieves that have to do with the demons and the, so that when they are come, you can send a signal. Amen. See, day and night they shall not hold their peace. So you you pray only day, you don't pray night. See, they shall not hold their peace day or night. Amen. So when we are praying, 10 hours prayer marathon, you are angry. 12 hours prayer marathon, you are angry. 24 hours, you are angry. No, you are lacking something. Amen. Let me tell you, the protocol of consistency and persistency is needed in the dimension of the throne room prayer. Let me tell you, there are levels of prayer. Let me tell you, Jesus Christ has taught the church on prayer. But a dimension of prayer, Jesus Christ said that your mind has not got there. I want to tell you something. When Jesus Christ taught the people how to pray, if you read Matthew chapter 6, it's there. Luke chapter 11, it is there. Hallelujah. Teaching the people about prayer. Jesus Christ even prayed. But when Jesus Christ got to Luke chapter 18, I said, men ought to pray, not to faint. 
he started talking about a throne room perspective of prayer talking about a judge and a widow so it means that there's a realm that you reach that you pray you enter into the legal aspect of god in that place you need the protocol of consistency and persistency you need that because the widow kept coming and going so if the widow gave up the widow would have missed it so there's a dimension when it comes to prayer you have to get there that you begin to tarry long and yet one day you know some of you the devil know that after when you complete school that is all your fire will quench the devil knows yeah they're just waiting oh get with you square man and I've realized that I've seen many young people when they were in school, they were on fire for God. After they left school, they are not on fire for God. Hallelujah. So there is a possibility and a realm and a dimension that you can get to. But if you don't know the protocol of persistency and consistency, you cannot enjoy those things. Hallelujah. People of God, you need to tarry. You need it. You need that grace. One hour is enough for me. Amen. I've seen people when they come to the house of God, they are always sleeping. I don't understand. I'm not saying you are sleeping now. If you, if you want to sleep, it is better you don't come. Amen. Let me tell you, where we have got into people of God, all those people who lack those protocols, they are going to suffer. I'm telling you. So, you see that there are people, and let me tell you, if you, you need heavenly resort, you need the Holy Spirit. If you want to make heavenly resort, you need the Holy Spirit. Because life without the Holy Spirit will be frustrative and destructive. I'm telling you. You even need the Holy Spirit to understand the scriptures. Amen. So, if you are here this morning, and you lack the staying power to tarry. Desire for that grace. Because for you to know God's will for your life, Jesus Christ, I'll give you scriptures. I'm about to say a lot of things right now. No, Jesus Christ being the son of God, he prayed morning after evening. You, you are hot. You are hot. Oh, you can't answer me. He is the son of God. You are children of God. Eh? And yes, sir. But this man understood the protocol of consistency and persistency. That no, for me to tap into the, the legal realm of the throne room perspective when it comes to prayer, I need these two ingredients. If you read Mark chapter 1 verse 35, Jesus Christ will wake up a great while. Jesus Christ was doing it every day. He didn't give up. Who the usher say, one man, I'm praying 12 to 3. You start. One week, first week, Kapele kete kapala katua, pale sata malakata lekete kete. When it is two thirty, you say, "Oh, I said it. I'm tired. Let me close." Let me tell another strange thing. And you say, "If you tell God that Father, I'm beginning my fasting next week, Monday to Friday, I will do six to twelve. The angels of God has been dispatched already. They are waiting for you." But if you pray the fast at 11, one Messiah, you know. Amen. So some of us say, you tell, oh, Charlie, this week, eh, the way I will do Bible study. And, and you have been released already. But because 
because you lack consistency and persistency. So you are always struggling. You, you see, anything you start and you cannot finish, it means you lack focus. You lack what? Focus. Finishers are people who are, who, who are, who are always focused. Amen. You read this scripture, Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all other things shall be added. That scripture is talking about focus. Read it well. It means that when you focus on the kingdom of God, the things that you are looking for, God will add it. So you, you are not focused, but you are expecting to get certain things. You won't get it. Amen. You will not get it. I said what? You will not get it. Oh, we have 40 days, God. Because I've seen people when they can they can do fasting. They do okay. My year 40 days for the year it is done. The whole year fasted. So I did it January to February. So March going, no fasting to the end. I've prayed all my prayers already. God knows. No, 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 no. Amen. Let me desire God more. I was telling someone that me, I'm never satisfied. Hey, no matter how I see. No matter how I pray, I, I still yearn and desire for deeper height and deeper realms and deeper dimension. Amen. You, you can't see house fly. But you, you have given up. And I, some people today can see they have given up. Because they say, okay, what I've gotten to is enough. No. You will deceive yourself. Amen. You see, when you pray, look at that 18. When Jesus Christ gave the parable about the widow and the judge, Jesus Christ shifted our attention to the core system. It means that there's a realm that you reach when you, be, when you are praying. You are not thinking of the legal system of heaven. There's a legal system in heaven. So when you are praying, when you get to that dimension, the judge is there. Yeah, the, you've got into the legal. You see, when you go to court, there are books. Yes, sir. Two of us. The court are in session. Then there are books there. Do you, you get it? Now, let me tell you something. The book that Jesus Christ gave to me, it is scripture. I'll, I'll, I'll prove it to you right now. I'll prove it to you now. Now, let's, let's move to Daniel. Daniel chapter 7. No. Okay, Daniel 7. Let's move to Daniel 7. 9 to 10. 9 to 10. The book of the prophet Daniel, chapter 7, verse 9 to 10. I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit whose garment was as white as snow and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him and ten thousand times ten thousand times thousand stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were open. So, there are books there. Not only the book of life. Oh. No. There are books concerning your destiny. Yeah. There are books concerning your career. Here, yeah, I'm telling you. There are books. Now, we've, we've proved that there are books. You get it. Yes, sir. There are even books concerning nations. Now, let's read Revelation chapter 20 verse 12. I'm proving to you that there are books. The book of Revelation chapter 20 verse 12 and I saw the dead small and great 
stand before God and the books were opened and another book was opened so now books were opened and another book was opened yes, move sir. to Revelation chapter 10 verse 7, 8, 9 and 10 I'm just telling you something there are books I'm going to push it hard the book of Revelation chapter 10 from verse 7 but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants the prophet and the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth and I went unto the angel and said unto him give me the little book and he said unto me take it take it and eat it up and it shall make thy belly bitter but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey and I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up and it was in my mouth sweet as honey and as soon as I had eaten it my belly was bitter and he said unto me thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues so and the book had to do with nations and the people yes sir you see, there are books. There are books. That's why some, some people are there. They can know things that will happen in the U.S. Because they have got it to a place that the book has been handed over to them. There are men and women. Eh? Some are in charge of territories. You can't joke with them. They know everything that will happen in that territory. They, they, they understand the protocol of consistency and persistency. They understand. So they, they've got it to the league system of heaven hallelujah so there's a dimension so all the all the scriptures we have read or maybe from Matthew to revelation but it is only in Luke chapter 18 God taught us on prayer then he introduced the legal aspect of prayer amen so yeah so if we want to no stop it push it hard no, I read something again in Luke chapter 11, verse 5 to 8. A man had a friend, and, and this friend had a visitor. At night, he came to knock. Charlie, I have a visitor. Can you give me bread? Can you give me food? He said, No. He kept. He said, The man came out not because of his friend, but because of his consistency. Opportunity. So, the fact that you are a child of God doesn't mean that anything you ask, God will give it to you. No, 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 no. Your consistency, your persistency will determine whether you get that thing or not. Amen. Will determine. So, some of you, you want, want to enjoy. No. The woman kept going. You see, let me tell you when, you, when you enter into the legal aspect of prayer, man of God, it means that there's something you have to develop in your inner man before you enter into that place. That means you have no option. Because if you come to the legal system, there are many judges there. If, if they are delaying your case, you can go to your Supreme Court, High Court, Appeal Court. There are, there are levels of court. Hallelujah. But this woman said, no, I will not change. I will just be here. So I get what I, I, I deserve. The woman deserved to be treated well. So as a child of God, there are certain things that you deserve as a child of God. But for you to get those things, you have to understand the protocol of consistency and persistency. 
If you don't know this protocol, you cannot get the things that belong to you. I will not give it to you because you are my friend. No. Not because you are a child of God, so you get it. No. By your consistency and your persistency. How consistent and persistent you are will determine whether you get the thing or not. Amen. So I want you to understand. It's simple. Anything. Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 1 going. Ezekiel 2 was giving book. Amen. Ezekiel was giving book. Ezekiel chapter 3, from verse 1. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findeth. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill the bowels and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did it I, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. So now the, the book that Ezekiel the prophet was giving her to do with the nation Israel. Everything concerning the nation Israel was in that book. There are books. One day I was in prayer. Then an angel appeared to me. Then the angel said to me, in a few minutes, we will present the book of remembrance before God. And God is about to visit you. I came to tell him. The angel left. If you read Malachi chapter 3 verse 16, the book of remembrance is there. Let's read. So, time to time, they present this book before God. Yeah, they present the book before God. And God begins to reward the people because if you read Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10, Paul said, God is not unrighteous to forget yes, sir. your labor of love. Your labor of love. Your works is there your labor of love that you have shown toward the, the saint and you also do minister. You see, there's a book that time to time, that book is brought before God. So, when that book is brought before God, go look at the things you have done for his kingdom. And God said, okay, it is time for me to reward Tamisha. Let me visit her. Then the thing will come. So, you see that there are people out there the day that their books, the book has been taken to God for God to release the angel to come, that time they have left their church. They have left their workplace. Amen. Let me tell you. Anywhere you find yourself, the first question you need to ask yourself, is it the purpose of God for me to be here? If it is the purpose of God for you to be there, that means when people offend you, you have to still remain there. When people insult, you have to be there. Yes, sir. When people maltreat you, because it is the purpose and the will of God. Yes, sir. For you to be there. So there are people who have gone ahead of God because of some somebody said something, somebody did this, somebody did. Oh, Charlie, what messiah do you know? You have missed the thing. So let's read. Let's read Malachi three sixteen. Malachi chapter three verse sixteen. Then they that fear the Lord speak often one to another. And the Lord hearkened and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. So, now we have established the fact that there are books. Now, 
I'm going to show you a book about your destiny in the Bible. Now, let's read this. Psalm 139 verse 3. I like NLT. Let's start from there. Are you there? Yes, sir. from verse. Psalm 139 verse 3, NLT. Okay, verse 3. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I am going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Sad knowledge is too wonderful for me. Too great for me to understand. Psalm 139. Yes, please. Verse 3. NLT. Yeah. Read it again. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I am what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. So, the psalmist was saying that everything that he is doing, God already knows. Give him a message. So, everything about your life is not a surprise to God. If you think that the things you are doing is a surprise to God, you are deceiving yourself. He knows everything about your life. Message. Yes, please. I am an open book to you, even from a distance. You know what I am thinking. You know when I leave and when I get back. I am never out of your sight. You know everything I am going to say before I start the first sentence. I look behind me and you are there. Then up ahead and you are there. You are there too. Your reassuring presence coming and going. This is too much, too wonderful. I can't take all in. So, he's like an open book before God. So, everything you are doing is not a surprise to God. If you take it as a surprise, now come to verse 14 to 16. You will know something about your life there. Verse 14. For I'm fearfully and wonderfully Read. Verse 14. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So, Everything about your life is recorded in a book. Everything about your life is what? Recorded. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Before even you were formed, yes. everything was written, documented down. So all that you need is to have deeper fellowship with God. Then God will tell you what you are supposed to do. Amen? Last year into this year, I was praying and the, the chapter of my book opened. It has to do with healing. And teaching. So I teach like my head is not there. And I do healing like my head is not there. So the next phase of my life is to work in that part. To heal the sick. To teach the people. Amen. So you don't even know what God wants you to do now. And you're making noise. No. Time now will be better now. Now be sit down and use that time to pray and ask God your next step in his book God 
What do you want me to do now? Amen. So, you sitting here, Tamisha, everything about your life, the day you were born, to the day God will call you home, it is recorded. So, if you don't ask God, how will you know it? How will you know it? Amen. Yeah. You miss it. I came to challenge someone this morning that know the reason why you are living. Know the reason why you are living. Amen. Let me tell you, the first thing when you become born again is this. It's for you to ask God, why am I living on this earth? Because from the scriptures we have, we have read, that's the scriptures have read, because you have been reading your Bible, you should know this. If you read Acts chapter 9 verse 6, when so had an encounter with God, the verse says, say, what do you want me to do? So, when you encounter God, when you become born again, you have to know your purpose. And God told him, go! I will tell you. Let's read. Acts chapter 9 verse 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what would thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. So now he asked God, listen to it. Now he asked God, What do you want to say? God told him, Go. Now my servant is there, Ananias. Let me tell you a prophet of God, a man of God, an apostle, a teacher, an evangelist can give you insight about certain things concerning your destiny or your purpose. But it is left up for you to go and dig deeper. Because when God told Ananias, go and pray for Saul. He said, God, I've heard a lot about this man. I will not. Let's read verse 15 and 16. Then God told Ananias what Saul will become. He said, this man is my chosen verse. Let's read. Verse 15. But the Lord said unto him, go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's so, sake. So, listen to it. Now, God also gave the man, the prophet of God, Ananias, a revelation about Saul who became poor, that he is my chosen vessel. He will bear my name before the Gentiles and the people of Israel and the kings. Then, God told Ananias that I will show him the things he will suffer for my name's sake, I will show him. So, there's a point you have to get to that. There's a point concerning your destiny that a man of me, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Only God can tell you. So, now, Paul was asking God. So, who became Paul was asking God. I want to know what you have said concerning my destiny. I said, now, go and look for my servant. My servant will tell you now. So when Ananias was going, God gave him revelation about Saul who became Paul. Now, God told Ananias that I will show him. Now, everybody have recorded the scope of your assignment, the scope of your purpose. Some of us have drifted from the scope of our purpose. I'll tell you a revelation I had some years ago. Before I come there, let's read something. Now, Acts chapter 26, verse 15 to 19. Because from what we read, it said, I will show him. Now, let's read. 
Acts chapter 26, verse 15 to 19. And I said, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. So, God was telling Saul, who became Paul, that I'm about to tell the reason why I appeared to you on the way when you're going to Damascus. The reason why I appeared, I'm not telling you. Let's read. He said that, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness. Wait, so first he was supposed to be a minister. A minister. Second, he was supposed to be a, a witness. Wit Continue. A witness. Both of these things which thou had seen, and of those things in which I will appear unto thee. Wait, so the appears that God will tell. That's why I tell you every time I, I receive an update. When God tells me to do this, the next time I'm out there, the, the book will open again. So Jesus Christ was telling him oh, that now the things I have shown you concerning the people of Israel, concerning the people, the Gentiles, and the yeah, but. As you proceed, I will tell you another thing again. Continue. He said that. And of those things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. So, all these things was Paul's mandate on earth. The scope of his purpose. That this were the thing God wanted Saul who became Paul to fulfill. Now if you read verse 19, you'll say, I was not disobedient yes, to what? Verse 19. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. So, now you can have a vision about your life and your destiny or your purpose. Yeah. So, there are things that God can show you about your life concerning your purpose. Amen. You see, the devil also knows that God can show you. So sometimes eh, the things in your heart can give you false vision. Yeah. It can give you false vision. Hallelujah. False what? Vision. Amen. So some of us say, eh, because our heart is full of Bitterness, unforgiveness, jealousy, envy, pride. All these things, anger, all those things, eh, they have become hindrances. That we cannot even assess the heavenly portal. So that we can have deeper insight concerning the things that God wants us to do. Amen. So, you see that most of us, eh, it's dangerous. A year came, a time came in my, in my life, eh, when I see people prophesying, oh, and I wanted to prophesy like the way they prophesy. Telling you. So, man of God, people of God, hey, maybe I'm a good man, so I'm share, come, hey. One day I went for a program. The man was prophesying, the man turned, said, ah. The Holy Spirit is telling me that you love the way I'm prophesying. But what is in you is even greater than what I'm doing. When the man said, I didn't mind the man, I said, oh, share, maybe I'm coming, oh, share, oh, the man come accurate to one message. Six months, I kept having one particular dream. Six good man, I'll tell you the dream. But God told me to tell you some of the things. Anytime I'll dream, I see myself in a class. And in this class, I saw a man who was 
a teacher who was teaching us. But they've given each and every one an assignment. So, whilst we are doing the thing, eh, a time came that I was stuck. I didn't know what to write. Then the people were telling me, you can see, oh, these are the answers. You can see right. And I, I, something within me told me, no, I, I told them I will not copy. I told them I will not copy. I, I was still focused. It was, it was a hard time for me. Yes, still, I had this six months. I was not understanding that thing. And God told me, all the people you saw, they are men of God, different, different. They have different assignments. You are trying because you are having difficulty. You want to now shift and do things the way they do it. If you do that, you have deviated from your purpose. So, let me tell you, don't copy people. You are unique. You are unique. You are different. You are unique. Let me tell you, don't, you can admire people, but don't copy them. Because if you don't take care, you will deviate. I had another vision. Like, see when they are going to run. See the athletes, they have lane. Yes, you see they are, they are you see, if, if you are running and you enter into somebody's lane, you are disqualified. So, I had a vision. There were a lot of people. We are about to run. When we started the race, I see people entering into people's lane. And God told me, you see your all these people, they have deviated. What I called them to do, now they have left it and they are rather pursuing other things. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 7 verse 20. First Corinthians chapter 7 verse 20. Let every man abide in the same calling wherein he was called. So, God expects you to abide in the same purpose. The same calling. Some of you, God has called you to be to be judges, lawyers, bankers. Name them. Amen. IT technician, name them. God wants you to abide in that calling. Verse 17. Verse 17. But as God has distributed to every man, as the Lord had called everyone, so let him walk. So let him. So God has called each and every one. Your assignment is different from mine. But we, we depend on each other. Purpose are interdependent. So, through apostles purpose, I am here. You get it? And through apostles purpose, you are here. You, you got what I'm saying? So, people of God, you don't even know what God has said concerning your life. And now we get the day. I'm making noise. They are just saying things that are not important. People of God, sit down. I came to telling you this morning. Time now, the best shame will be seven hours, no? Six hours, no? Two hours, no? For vampire. Amen. So that you, you, you can know what God is saying concerning your life. Last week I was praying, God told me, don't from your assignment. And this morning I was with Reverend Andrew and God said it again. Yeah. Me, every day I check everything I'm doing, I, I check it, cross check it, double. I don't want to make it a mistake. No, no, no. I was telling Reverend Andrew something and Reverend Dale, I told him that if me, I'm doing something and I'm about to deviate, I'll have, I'll have a particular dream or a particular vision. 
the moment I, I have that vision, God is warning me of something. That means something is want me to deviate my course. Yeah. Now, I had a vision. This is where I was afraid for most of you. I had a vision. Yesterday, what Prophet Robin was ministering, I was just there and angel came there and he carried me. Then I went to a place. When I went to a place, a huge building, huge. I saw people. The people were many. I saw that like, it's like a, a, there was a big entrance. Before you come out of the, the entrance of that building. It's plain to man. It's very big, huge. But there was only one entrance. Now, each and everyone was supposed to come out from the entrance of the door. But before you leave the entrance, I saw them, they'll give you a book. So when they give you the book, you leave the entrance. Now, I saw a lot of people have left the place. The angel said, watch what was about to happen. I saw that as some left the building, they came out of the building, they were going, some dropped their book. Some, some were talking to people and they left the thing there. Some, I saw so many things, God told me that most of the people here, they have forsaken their purpose in life. Go and tell them. Then I came back to myself. I was quiet. And I told them, I'm doing that. I said, I want, I want to sleep. Because the thing was too heavy for me. So when I went to my room, I couldn't sleep. Like, like the, there was something, a beating on me. I was asking, and God said, you see the beauty you saw has to do with, before everyone will leave heaven, the angels will make sure that they hand over everything about your life to you. But as, you see, let me tell you, do you know that when they give birth to you, in my book, I've written a lot of things. Let me tell you, when they give birth to, to a child, then the child knows what he will become. He knows. So, but some of us say, we are living the failed life of our parents. Because my father wanted to become a lawyer, he couldn't, so I'm, oh, tell you, hey, lawyer. let me tell you, in my life, eh, a time came and they were forcing me to become a soldier. <laughs> major, major retired. <laughs> let me tell you, it's true. Hey, I, I, I know people telling you, you are a man of God, you can join the army with, with the call. And I said, no, me, God has not called me for the military people. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, people of God, the vision I saw, I was scared. Because some of us, and let me tell you, God, let me tell you, you can deviate from your assignment. Some of you, is because of your friends. Some of you, wrong relationship. Yeah. Amen. Let me tell you, Holy Spirit said unto me, this one, I say, when the wicked and the wrong people live your life, wrong things and wicked things stop. Correct? So, as long as there are wicked people and wrong people in your life, the wrong things and wicked things will never stop in your life. The day they will leave, all those things will cease. There are some people you don't need in your life. There are people you must never meet them in your life. And there are people you are supposed to meet them in life. Let me tell you, one of the people you have to avoid are people who teach you to rebel. Those people don't ever cross their path. In the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 29, verse 32. Let's read what it says. Some people are there. 
they will teach you how to rebel and become a rebel leader. Hey, let me tell you, some of you, eh, many of your friends have taught you how to rebel against authority. Don't respect your mother, you don't respect your father. Don't respect any authority figure in your life. Because some friend taught you. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, the people around you, they taught you. Somebody told you, oh, child, I saw you crying, you, why rebelling? Let me tell you, there are people out there every day, every day I pray. Father, I don't want to meet them in my life. Amen. Let's read. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 32. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will punish Shemaiah, the Nehalamite, and his seed, and he shall not have a man to dwell among his people. Neither shall he behold the good that I will do for my people, saith the Lord, because he had taught rebellion against the Lord. So, there are people in the church who are teaching us how to rebel. Yeah. They will tell you that this, this man of God is no good. Yeah. It's good. But it's true. There are people who, who tell you that, oh, this guy is no good. No, let me tell you. Be careful of the things people tell you. Be careful. Me, I don't talk about men of God. I don't talk about women. I don't talk about people who are in authority. Me, what about Kawasaki? I didn't call anyone. And I cannot produce the unction upon their life. I don't have that capacity. But some of you, eh, you are listening to people. Let me tell you. There are people today if you don't pray them out of your life, your life, you will become very Some people are dead. They come as angels of light, but they are very dangerous. There are people who come to, to see me prophetic for A, B, C, D. And Holy Spirit said, watch them. I'm about to talk about the Holy Spirit, right? You see, if you're working with someone here, me, I don't work with people by my ear and my eye. No, what I see physically and what I hear. No, no. I want to hear from God. Who are, who are you? I want to know you. Yeah. So let me tell everybody here, you have a weakness. Everybody here, you have a weakness. But one of the things that the Holy Spirit taught me is that he said, my son, never judge people by what you see and what you hear. Always check from me who these people are before you speak. So me, before somebody will come to me and say something about someone, I watch you, I say, okay, man, God bless you. I'll go and cross check. There are people you tag them as evil in the eyes of God. They are not evil. So be careful of how you tag people. Amen. Yeah. Be careful. Most of us here, we have time for stupid things. Things that will not bring profit to us. Me, it is my when I saw that vision, let me tell you. You know the prayer I prayed this morning. I told God, God. Visit me again concerning my destiny and my purpose. Let me know whether I am missing some or I'm still doing the right thing. Let me tell you, there are some people who are there. Me, God, speak to me ahead of time. Reverend Dela, I'm in room with Reverend Dela, I can tell you. Me, by the grace of God, you can't surprise me. By the grace of God. Unless I don't want to mind you. Whether you are bringing me gift, whether you are coming to do me evil, forget it. By the grace of God, God will tell me. Let me tell you, I want to tell you something. The key ingredient you need to fulfill your destiny is the Holy Spirit. 
to you about the Holy Spirit. Hey, if you yield to the Holy Spirit, my brother or sister in the Lord, let me tell you, hey, you will go far. I'm telling you. The first thing I want you to understand is this. The Holy Spirit is a person. When you want to truly enjoy the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the first thing you need to know is that the Holy Spirit is a person. If you don't have that mindset, forget it. You have to treat the Holy Spirit as a person. Yeah. He's a person. Now, let me tell you something. If you want to know your purpose, the Holy Spirit can tell you your purpose. Let's read Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 2. So, when, when certain prophets and teachers, they met and they were, they were fasting, then the Holy Spirit said, separate unto me, Saul and what? Barnabas. For the work which I have called them. Yes, let's read. The book of Acts chapter 13 from verse 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas, as Simeon, that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene, the, and Menin, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Wait, so now Saul was called by God. You know that. We read from the scriptures. Acts chapter 9. After God told him, Now, there are certain people are there. You need to work with them. There are certain people are there. You need to work with them. There are two different things. There are people you work with them. They are there. There are some people you have to work with them. Now, Saul and Barnabas, God have a purpose for them. Let me tell you, God willing, tomorrow I'll talk to you about the mystery of your background we started from. You need destiny helpers. I'll talk to you about a lot of things. We are talking about God's grace for assessing God's grace for God's purpose. You see, very good. Now, Saul and Barnabas, all of them were part of the disciples. But there was a, a, an assignment that God wants only Saul and Barnabas to fulfill. The assignment that God had for only Gladys and, and Obiah. If Gladys bring a root inside, it will not work. So, the assignment that God can give to you, if you don't take it, you introduce wrong people into it. It's yours. Maybe God has called you to do something. Then you are looking at people. Then they cry, hey, I do Now, Reverend Barry. Now God has given Reverend Barry assignment. And God told Reverend Barry, now I want you to take Vera. This assignment is for the two of you. And Vera said, Oh, Reverend Barry, I have a good friend who is always good at this. But and Reverend Barry didn't pray to ask God and they joined. All that they are doing in the eyes of God work done is was 90 log one. Reverend Barry time. <laughs> so let me tell you, they are people are dead, they are not part of your purpose. Let me tell you, there are people are you have to kick them out of your life. I'm telling you, there are people are there. I'll talk about certain things tomorrow. So I won't talk about that tonight. So God said, separate unto me 
Saul and Barnabas. Now, you see the thing started from Saul and Barnabas. So, but as you read the scripture, it will come to Barnabas and Saul. Yes. So, a time comes that uh, you can be leading their thing. The thing can change. And God can let somebody also lead their thing. Don't be jealous. Go and read the whole book of Acts. It's not time to do those things right now. Yeah. So, God can give me and Reverend Barry assignment. The fact that I'm leading their thing, the thing can change. Then God will tell you, take over. I know, tomorrow I'll talk about destiny of Take over. The fact that you are taking over doesn't mean that oh, I'll become jealous. No, I have to also support you. This is the problem that we have. If God gives us a partner, someone to work with, and a time comes that the person is growing faster than us, we become jealous. We are looking for an opportunity to destroy that person's reputation. No, don't do that. Don't do that. I say what? So now the Holy Spirit can help you to know your purpose. So when they were praying and they were fasting, the Holy Spirit, so it's good to pray and fast. So, through prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke. Now, the Holy Spirit can tell you your, your location and geographical area of your purpose or assignment. Verse 4. Verse 4. So they, so they being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed from Seleucia and from thence they sailed to Cyprus and when they were at Salamis they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews and they had also joined to their minister Amen. so the Holy Spirit can tell you where you are supposed to fulfill that assignment so it means that your, pep- your purpose can be geographical yeah your purpose or assignment can be geographical God can pick you from, from maybe Ashama and God will take you to uh, Ashanti region. Old Tafo. Yeah, it's coming geographical. Amen. Now, I'm talking about the, you need the Holy Spirit for fulfill your assignment. There are places that the Holy Spirit will also warn you not to go. Because if you go there, you'll not be relevant. Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia after they were come to uh, Marcia. So, the Holy Spirit forbid them. So, there are things that there's not the devil is forbidding you. It is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Spirit can tell you when they were going to preach in Asia, they said, no, 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 don't go there. Now, then, they had a vision. I said, I saw a man standing at Macedonia telling me, come. Exactly. So, there are decisions and certain steps you want to take. The Holy Spirit will forbid you. That's where you take it. It's the demon. So, there are things you are doing that I tell you that God said don't do it. You become angry. Because you have not yielded to the Holy Spirit, you can't hear that. But if God is using a man of God, an authority figure in your life to warn you, take it. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. You don't like it. So, there are instances I can give you plenty. I had a vision. In this vision, it was time for me to study and go and write an exam. It was time for me to study and go and write. So, I saw my GSS teacher, a mass teacher, it's called Reverend Degle. I saw the man. And the man, they were looking for people to do something. Then I said, oh, because this man, I know him. He's a man of God. 
let me go and buy the food for him. When I came back, the people were already in the essence hall. They were writing the essence. So, when I came, I gave the thing to him. When I got to the essence hall, the man was standing. I said, you, I will not allow you to write the paper. I begged the man, I begged the man, I begged the man. And the man told me, this is your last chance. Don't ever do that thing again. This was not the time for you to be doing that. Go and never repeat that mistake again. And I came to myself and I read that their seasons are there. All that God expects you is to learn. God, there's an, a, a, a tax ahead of you. So, for, that was the scene for me to learn. Because there was an attack. But I was rather helping people. Doing things that God would know is not part of the assignment now. The Holy Spirit warned me. Let me tell you. If you don't yield to the Holy Spirit, how can you hear? Let me tell you. The Holy Spirit wants you to obey him. Because God has given you a seeing eyes and a hearing ear. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 12. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord had made even both of them. So, your, this eye to see, God has given it to you. The ear to hear, God has given it to you. So the Holy Spirit expects you to see and hear. Amen. Now, let me tell you, you need the Holy Spirit too. One of the things, the reason why you need the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit will convict you of the wrong things that is not good in your life. Yeah. Yeah. John chapter 16, verse 8. So, even fulfilling yourself, you need the Holy Spirit too. Because there are things that you are doing, the Holy Spirit will convict you of that I do a new job. A waste of time. Boy, we will help you, man. But because you are going to do that to the Holy Spirit, you are doing cause that will not bring any relevance to you. Yeah. Yeah, cost. Some of you are wasting your time. Let's read. John chapter 16, verse 8. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Okay, so so he will convict you. The Holy Spirit does that. That things you are doing that is not good. The Holy Spirit will convict you. He will make sure that you will know that mm, that didn't be an There are things that we are doing in your life, eh? Which will destroy your purpose. Which will become a hindrance that you, you, don't, you don't want to even obey the voice of God again. Amen. Yeah, there are some people here, when they come into your life, eh, your life, eh, you forget about God. Then you, you know. Don't, don't say, oh, prof, is it true? It's true. Amen. If you are sleeping by this time, you need a serious crusade. Hey. Fire. Awake thou that sleepest. Mrs. Atta. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You can't sleep. Amen. Who tried so that credit number? If I tried. I know some people here, and by this time they are sleeping. I know them. But they can't sleep. Amen. I am still talking about you need the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you. One of the things that I am very grateful to God is this. I have, I have yielded my life to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, me if I'm working here, I, 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 I am conscious that I'm not alone. I'm with the Holy Spirit and the angels. So, I'm always alert. We pick a flight Sunday. We are traveling. And I, when we got that, I told Reverend Linda and Reverend Andrew and I posted that 
flight no problem. The moment we stopped in the distance, the angel, angel appeared to me and said, This thing, check this thing. I said, You are dead. He said, Speaking in tongues. We read tongues now. I was just blowing tongues. We got down. When we were coming, we met a lady. <laughs> then the pilot said, Hey, when we were coming, we, we, were, we, were, we were flying about, I think, 12,000. 12,000, 12,000 feet above sea level. The way they see up, because it's 14, 15, 15, Charlie, my minister, they say, ah, the first is going to use 27 minutes, you see. <laughs> I've never used 27 minutes before. The, the woman who, the woman was, was afraid. I was sitting with around, I was laughing. The moment the pilot said 27, I said, Father, I committed. The moment I finished praying, um, I didn't hear anything. Because God didn't tell me that it, it, we will not get there. There was peace when the woman was talking. I was laughing. They said, hey, I said, Me, I've been taking this thing. Man of God, I've taken it. Then we were laughing. Uh, then we got to our class safely. Then the woman was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, the, 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 the woman, you see, when, when you sit in a flight, we'll tell you, put your phone on flight. There was a man sitting, but he didn't do that. So what? The woman was looking at the man. Hey, they say, Fatu flight, we do fall to you. The man was what's up. But you see, because I committed the thing into the hands of God, that God take us back to Accra. And God told me that you will get there safely, the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, everything you are doing here, you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can warn you. I remember this Malam Road. Yeah, thank you. I went to visit them. My friends, boys, boys. Hey, hey, hey. When we, we got to the place, we were about to pick Trotsky. Then I heard the voice of God. This car will be involved in an accident. I heard it clear. And I told them, God will be involved in an accident. I'm saying, Master, you know, I'm prophetic. No. This is not the time for the prophetic. So they insisted, let's pick this car. I joined them. We're in the car. We're going. And I saw a man where the mate was standing, the conductor was standing. I saw a man standing by there. The man said, Give me your hand. I gave the man my hand and I, I came out of the car. The moment I came, I saw the car went to hit an electric pole. And all the people said, how did you? I said, a man brought me out. Let me tell you. Maybe yours, you've not heard from God. You will die. miserable. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you. So, people of God, God has given us a gift. The gift is the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, if, if you, are, you are working with the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, no guy can deceive you if you're a lady. Wow. Let me tell you, there are many ladies I see when they are in relationship, I can see that the guy is cheating, but I can't tell the lady. But I'll just tell you, my dear, it is not the will of God. Maybe it is not only because the person is cheating, no. Because that person cannot help your life. Amen. I didn't mention anybody's name. Oh, I beg. I'm teaching. Amen. Now, there are things are there. The reason why you and I we are comfortable is because we have not yielded to the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit cannot convict us of those things. Yeah. 
there are things that you are comfortable with it because you are not yielded to the Holy Spirit. If you have yielded to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will convict you. He will tell you that this thing will kill you. I'm, recently, I was going to pray for someone. When we were praying, I was in the car with the Uber driver. Then the Holy Spirit told me that if the police are there, they will provoke you. Make sure you don't utter a word. Certainly, we are going. I told the driver, driver, police phone who hold. The later the, the police people stopped the car, they were doing things. The car was watching me, saying things. I said, Man of God, the job one, oh, mommy won't train me. I said, They are not doing the right God warned me ahead of time. I'm telling you, if I'm doing anything, I'm conscious of the Holy Spirit. Everything you are doing, I want to challenge you. There are people you are working with them. Sometimes when you are telling you, you think that maybe you hate their people. No, maybe you, because you have not yielded to the Holy Spirit. You can't even know that this person, no, he's not a good person. Amen. Yeah. When you're telling you, watch someone, eh, is there's a reason why. You can't see. Let me tell you. I mean, I've seen people eh, who can blackmail people. I can tell you. They can come and tell you things about someone, eh, it is not true. It's based on their feelings and their emotions. Let me tell you. Any man or woman who have yielded to the Holy Spirit doesn't do things based on self. In the kingdom of God, the only way you can live is when you die. I'm not talking about you dying, you know, living there too. When you die to the things of this world, that is when you begin to live in the kingdom. So there are people are there because Tamisha is Adam Funtino. Because of, of pet Tamisha Antino, he will try to do things to please Tamisha. Maybe, but I know that mm, this thing is just fake. Yeah, I'm talking. There are three the most important things in your life. Let me tell you. There are three things that's the most important. The first thing is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the most important person you need in your life now. So Jesus Christ comes. You need that thing. You need the Holy Spirit as never before. I'm telling you. If you have the Holy Spirit, my brother or sister in the Lord, there are certain mistakes that you will not do it. Yeah. Yes, certain mistakes are there, you won't do it. Amen. So if you, you have yielded to the Holy Spirit, somebody cannot tell you leave KCF or leave Zion with the HNA No, no, no. You can't do that. You can't do that. Let me, I, I told somebody that uh, if, if a, a person has yielded to the Holy Spirit and has truly encountered the Holy Spirit, uh, they will never rebel. They will never destroy each other. If you have to, everything. Let me tell you, there are things out there. Let me tell you, hey, one of the ways you can yield to the Holy Spirit is by worship. Worship Him, prayer, word, all these things. If you are doing, are yielding to the Holy Spirit. So, if you are yielding to the Holy Spirit, and somebody comes, oh, idea. This church it will not help you. Stop it, okay? This church, they are not good. They also did John, John, John. You've left the church. Yeah. I've seen people, they, they will tell you things. Check their life. You see what? Check their life. The second, the most important thing you need in your life is your purpose and assignment. Because when your Holy Spirit is we are yeah, the most important thing. Second, your assignment. Because the Holy Spirit will help you to understand your assignment. The third thing you need in your life is seed. 
Time is a seed. You know that. Patience is a seed. Love is a seed. Because it will be not this. Money is a seed. Yeah. So you need seed. These three things don't ever forget in your life. They are very important. Amen. There are people you also need in your life. Yeah. There are, there are people out there who fight for you when you are not even there. Yeah, you need those people who stand in, fight for you. First Samuel chapter 19, verse 1 to 2. You will pray very soon. First Samuel chapter 19, verse 1 and 2. And Saul spake to Jonathan his son and to all his servants that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. And Jonathan told David, saying, Saul my father seeketh to kill thee. Now therefore I pray thee, take it to thyself until the morning and abide in a secret place and hide thyself. You see, there are people who are called burden lifters. Yeah. They are there to lift burdens for you. There are people too you need that will fight your spiritual warfare for you. Yeah. So there are people are there you need them in your life. Oh, there, let me leave it for today. Hallelujah. Now, I've said a lot of things about the Holy Spirit. Now, the reason why you need the Holy Spirit again because the Holy Spirit will tell you things about the future. John chapter 16, verse number 13. Let me tell you, the Holy Spirit will always give you an update. He will tell you things ahead. Let's read. John chapter 16, verse 13. How be it, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Read it again. So, I want to tell you three things there. He will guide you. I will talk about divine guidance concerning your one of the things you need to fulfill your, your destiny is divine guidance. I will talk about it. So now the Holy Spirit will guide you, is there. Yeah. He will not speak of himself. You know that. Yes, sir. He will always speak of the things concerning the kingdom, mm. not the things concerning earthly things. And he will tell you of the things to come. Hallelujah. So he will tell you things about your future. Concerning your career, concerning your marriage, concerning your own assignment. What you are supposed to do in the near future. Future can be tomorrow. Amen. It's very important too. Very, 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 very important. John chapter 14 verse 26. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. John chapter 14 verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto so, you. So, you know one thing. The Holy Spirit will always remember you of the principles of Christ Jesus. He will, he will remind you of the things, the things that Christ said. He will remember you of the principles. The core values of the kingdom, he will always remind you. So, me, I just say it's not good to give, not DHD. It is not good to pray with DHD. It's not good to fast with DHD. 
Don't pay your time. Eh? If you have the Holy Spirit, he will remind you. He will teach you all things. He didn't say some things. Say what? All. All. Serious. He will teach you all things. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit can tell you things about other people. Amen. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can tell you things about other people. He's not telling you because, because he wants to inform you so that you'll be careful about certain things. And also to pray about certain things. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 15 and 16. I was talking about Bible said, a day before Saul came, God spoke into the ear of Samuel the prophet. But tomorrow by this time. Let's read. First Samuel chapter 9, verse 15. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is come unto me. So, look at it the person has not yet come. But God told the prophet. Ahead. So the Holy Spirit can tell you things about people. All the wicked things they are thinking about you, Holy Spirit can tell you. Yeah. So who they, you see the Holy Spirit as a force, but he's not a force. You see the Holy Spirit as a wind, he's not a wind. You see the Holy Spirit as fire. You're a person. Hallelujah. So that's why, you see, I can be sitting with Idel right now. As we are standing here, I can hear things about someone. Yeah. Amen. So, desire fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Shame for fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because without that, you can't fulfill your assignment too. Yeah, let me tell you. You need the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 10, verse number 15. Let's read what's there. Acts chapter 10, verse 15. And the voice spake unto him again the second time. What God had claimed, thou, that call not, thou common. Continue. This was done thrice, and the vessel was received up again into heaven. Now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, was, which was surnamed Peter, was lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Wait. So the Holy Spirit told him that Cornelius have sent three men. They are downstairs waiting for you. So if you are there, let me tell you. I don't want to say this thing. I say it because. Let me tell you. If you are you are with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you. Anybody that will invade your house. Anybody that will try to invade your privacy. God will tell you. Because when the people came. Peter was praying. You know that. Peter was praying. He saw a vision. Let me tell you. One of the things that the Holy Spirit does is that. The Holy Spirit will, will help you to know the motive of things. Because he was doubting that the vision he saw. 
because he said this thing is not unclean but god the holy spirit helped him to understand the true motive of the vision that he saw yeah so the holy spirit can help you to know the motive why this this guy is saying that i love kamisha the holy spirit can tell you the motive of the guy yeah kamisha why somebody tell you i love you you can check the motive say correct and fake amen yeah so you, you can know the motive of people yeah somebody can come and give you something the holy spirit can tell you don't take this thing this is the motive behind it yeah 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 richard god can tell you that this thing is not true yeah richie rich yeah god can tell you amen some of you you are working with the wrong people god if god is talking to you i can't know god is giving you clarity the holy spirit will help you to differentiate between the things which are necessary and the things which are not necessary the things which are essential and the things which are non essential the holy spirit will tell you yeah acts 15 verse 28 you need the holy spirit acts chapter 15 verse 28 for it seemed good to the holy ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things. So the Holy Spirit can lay a burden upon you that this thing is necessary. This thing you are going to do is not necessary. Even some of you have entered the wrong career because you didn't even pray. Some of you, when you look at the money now, Amen. Let me talk about divine guidance. Because for you to fulfill your divine mandate. After you have discovered it, you need the Holy Spirit. The second thing you need is that you need divine guidance. The Holy Spirit is supposed to guide you. Now, when you talk about divine guidance, simply talking about the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because Romans chapter 8, verse number 14. The Bible didn't say, as many that are led by circumstances and situations and their boyfriends and girlfriends and their family members are the sons of God. Is there? Yeah. See, as many that are led by their boyfriend, their girlfriend, Jesus. their work, Capelu, their circumstances, Aluma, their situations, Zikutu, they are the sons of God. Labranta, Jesus. But see, as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, Divine kindness is purely the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Purely the leadings of the Holy Spirit. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Say, Eyes have not seen, nor ear heard, nor has he entered into the heart of men. The things that God has prepared for they that love him. But the Bible said, But it has been given to us by his spirit. His spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. The deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit helps you to know the things. Verse 12 talks about the things which are freely given to you through the Holy Spirit. You will know. So, if anyone who like who lack divine guidance is because they are not yielding to the leadings of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. The first thing I want to tell you about divine guidance is this. The guidance of God is divine. Yeah. If you read Psalm 16, verse 11, that will show me the path of life. 
Yeah. It's the only God. It's the only God who can show you the path of life. It is God, not yourself. Because you don't even know what you, your, your ways, you don't even know it. Yeah. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. Read what's there. Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. Oh Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself. So the way of man is not in himself. So you understand. If God doesn't lead you, you don't know. The devil will lead you. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the nature of divine guidance. The first thing I said that divine guidance is uh, the, the, the way God guides people is divine. Yeah, I've given you a scripture. The second thing about the nature of divine guidance is it, it's a gradual process. Gradual. Psalm 37, verse number 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by what? God. So, steps. So, a gradual. One, two, three, four. So, a gradual process. So, I'll give you part two in my book. I've written plenty. Amen. Now, another thing about the nature of divine guidance is that God's guidance is continuous. Continual guidance. Continuous. Every day, God will be guiding you. Isaiah 58, verse 11. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11. And the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy Wait, bones. So the Lord shall guide thee continually. That means every day. So you can't tell me that, oh, this thing I didn't know, that is why I did it. No. God is there to guide you. Yeah. Let me give you last the remaining days in my book. Amen. The guidance of God is plain. Yeah. You can't be confused. No, no, no. It's plain. Psalm 27 verse 11. It's plain. Psalm 27 verse 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path. So, it's plain. Can't be confused. No, 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 no. Divine goodness is yours. If you read Psalm 32 verse 8, I say, I will instruct you and I will teach you that the way you should go and I will guide you with my eyes. Psalm 32 verse 8. I will instruct thee and so teach thee. So, first, God has to instruct you. Two, God will teach you. In the way which thou shalt go. So then God will begin to get the teachings have to do with the ways of God. And I say, I will guide you with my eye. Isaiah 48, verse 17. See, that says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord that teaches thee to profit. And, I, I, and even show you the way you should go. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. So, it is only God who can teach you how to make profit. Who says, how to make profit? Then God will teach the way you should go. Let me tell you, people of God, this morning it is simple. I'm going to pray. Three prayers, pray near upon. And this prayer, you are going to travel. Don't joke with it. Maybe I, I may not touch you. I'm done. Maybe as you pray, God will visit you. Amen. If I don't prophesy, cry, you are okay. And I'm a boy. I will be okay. Amen. It's yours. 
Shall be outstanding. He knew his purpose. Yeah. He knew that he was a king already. So why do you want to make me a king if I'm a king? Does it make sense? Yeah, let's read, let's read. John chapter 6 verse 15. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself so, alone. Jesus Christ, they wanted to make him a He knew he was a king. Oh, you don't know. John chapter 18 verse 36 to 37. He will say, this. He will say what Jesus Christ said. This is what he said. He knew he was a king. John chapter 18, verse 38. Pilate said unto him. 36 to 37. 36, oh, okay. 36. Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight what I should not be, sorry, that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. Pilate therefore said unto him, Are thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into this world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. So Jesus Christ understood his purpose. He understood what? Galatians chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 4. Paul was an apostle of God, not by the will of man. Yeah. So that means you can become an apostle by the will of man. Let's read. You can become a prophet by the will of man. You can become a teacher by the will of Some people are there when, when, when they feel the essence, their mother said they should come and become pastors. After feeling the essence, they think that God deserved them. No. People think that the bad things, God deserves the bad things. God deserves the best. Yeah. Amen. Some people, when they, work, they think that their son or daughter is not doing what well, say, oh, this so <laughs> You have to become a pastor. Hey! My God. Amen. Let's read Galatians 1. Verse Galatians 1. 1 verse 1. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and so God the Father. Paul's apostleship was ordained by Jesus Christ, not by man. Verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. Chapter. Verse 4. Who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. Amen. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You see, let me tell you, one of the things I'll deal with tomorrow, I'll deal with destruction. I'll talk about destruction. I'll talk about help. I'll talk about destruction in some way. Let me tell you, we are going to pray and I want you to be angry. Yeah, some of the life you are living is not good. You know it is not the will of God. Amen. There are some people are watching me here. Sema bow. They are saying, Asem miyamika chireo enunti na mapa. Amen. We are going to pray this simple prayer. Thank you for listening. This recording was brought to you by Kingdom Christian Fellowship Ministries. Stay blessed.